You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Again, to our broadcast today, as we go into the Word of God, we're going to continue with our teaching from the book of Jude, Contending for the Faith. All right. As we contend for the faith, the faith here is not just, it's not just talking about a faith. But the faith, there's a definite article there. And that is specifically the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ that was delivered to us, that was delivered to the church. So we're going to go into the Word of God and um, see from the book of Jude, right? Verse 3, I read verse 3, Beloved. While I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. So there's not going to be any more faith that will be delivered. Okay, the full package was delivered the full package was delivered complete, complete. So it's our responsibility to make sure that we guard this faith. It's our responsibility to ensure that we contend, okay, for this faith. Yes, we contend for it. And uh, I'm just checking the, 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 the Greek word for contend. Okay, and it is epagonizomai. Okay, and you know what it means? It means to, to contend strenuously, to contend strenuously. It also means to contend against another. So there are other kinds of faith. There are pseudo-faiths around, okay? But we need to contend for the one that was delivered to us. It also means to struggle for. So there is a contention that needs to happen. There is a, a combat for, for the faith. Satan has the same strategy. He's used it over and over and over again. All right. So Jude was writing here. Jude was writing, and uh, he was addressing the matter of the faith that has been diluted, polluted by false teachers. This was a time that the Gnostic doctrine, Gnostic teachers had spread, and they were teaching different things. There were different things that these guys were teaching. So... Jude was, was confronting that. Those teachings led to a kind of lifestyle among believers. And remember that Jude is not writing to the world. No, he's writing to, he's writing to the people of God. In fact, in verse 1, he said, To those who are called, sanctified by God the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ. So he's writing to saints. He's writing to the church. He's writing to the body of Christ. So it's possible to be in church and 
lose the faith, lose your faith. It's possible to be in church. I saw, I once saw the title of a book called um, Lost in Church. I've not read it, but I, I can imagine what is in, in that book. All right, so it is possible to be in church and not be in Christ. It's possible to be in church and deviate from the Lord. And uh, that was what was happening here because these Gnostics have been teaching all kinds of things. For instance, I'll give you some examples of the things that, were, that, um, that the Gnostics were teaching. And uh, Jude was confronting that. For instance, they taught that, that uh, the Old Testament should be discarded. So we don't, need, we don't need to follow the teachings in the Old Testament anymore. All right. And that is not true. It's how, uh, I mean, the old covenant, right? Yes, the, there are principles in the Old Testament that still apply today. All right. So, in fact, the New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament. And the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. So, there are, we, we, we need to know how to balance things and uh, where the old covenant stops, but then where the principles are still applicable. Well, when you're reading the Old Testament, you read it as a believer today, you read it and take it through the cross. There are things that drop at the cross, but then there are things that, that have been able to go through the cross and are still applicable today. So what is it, when you read it, what is it, ask yourself, what is it that has dropped at the cross? I'll give you an example. Um, the rituals of the Old Testament have dropped at the cross because Jesus has fulfilled all of that. All right? Jesus has fulfilled all of those rituals. They are the types and shadows of Christ. So that's why you don't need to sacrifice any animals anymore. Okay? And... Uh, and uh, uh, what else in the Old Testament that we don't need to we don't need to do? There are there are so many things, so many things that we don't need to do anymore because we have a better covenant established on better promises. But it does not mean that we discard all the lessons, all the lessons that the the Bible and the Word of God reveal in the Old Testament. All right. You'll find that even when Jesus was on earth, he preached. He preached from the Old Testament. Even Paul preached from the Old Testament. That was the scripture that the early church had until the apostles finished writing the, the New Testament. They were preaching from the Old. So under the New Covenant, they were still preaching from the Old. So that is an erroneous teaching to say that people should not People should discard the Old Testament completely. No, don't. Um, okay, another thing that the Gnostics were teaching is that uh, they were also teaching that you don't, uh, you don't need. Jesus has, has, um, has, has paid the price. He, the sacrifice of Jesus has taken care of your past, your present, and your future sins. So you don't need, you don't need, once you have given your life to Jesus, you don't need to repent anymore. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
So you can see that these things were happening then. Satan has just repackaged them and he has introduced them to our generation again. And, uh, and uh, so, <laughs> yeah, those are the things, those are the teachings that produce the kind of behaviors that J Jude is confronting. And so we see that the same, the same trend is emerging even in our time. In our time today, people are saying you don't need, you don't need to, 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 to ask for, you don't need to repent after you've given your life to Jesus. Can you imagine that? Meanwhile, the foundation doctrines of, of the elementary principles of Christ, repentance, repentance is part of it. So you have to live in, in, in repentance all the time. Hallelujah. Yeah. So another thing that they thought is, they, 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 they taught uh, these, these Gnostics, they taught that once you are saved, you are always saved. Once you are saved, you are always saved. So um, it doesn't matter what you do. They, th they, they also used to teach that your, 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 your body, your, your spirit is what is saved. So it doesn't matter what you do with your body. It doesn't matter what you do with your body. It's your spirit that is born again. And it's your spirit that is going to, to heaven. And we see that playing out today. I've heard people say things like that on TV. And uh, there is nothing further from the truth, I tell you. Okay, so these things we must be aware. We must be aware of the spirit. It's the same spirit. And let me tell you, it is the spirit of Antichrist. That is the spirit of Antichrist that is weakening the church and is, 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 is causing God's people to depart, to depart from the faith. The word, the, 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 the word of faith there is talking about the wholesome teachings and the doctrines of Christ, the biblical teachings that were delivered, even that the apostolic teachings, those things must be preserved. They must be preserved. Okay. Yeah. So the Gnostics, were, were they, 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 they used to teach those kind of things. And so we see that playing out and Jude is confronting those kind of things. So when you go, if you go read study history, you see some of these things. And there are many other things that they, they taught. But I'm just, just highlighting a few of them. They, they, they taught these things. And so because of that, people were living their lives anyhow. It doesn't matter. And another thing I must say is that they also had an, an emphasis. They had a strong emphasis on grace, but then they overstretched grace. Okay? They overstretched grace. And we see that playing out today as well. We see that playing as well today in our time. The devil is just recycling his, he's recycling his principles, he's recycling his teachings, he's recycling his strategies. He's been using it all along, all along. And if we want to even look back and trace, trace how the enemy, how the enemy used some of these things, you can, you can see it going back far far back to thousands of years, not just in the early church. So here we see that this was at the church in its infancy, 
and the enemy introduced this kind of teachings. So now look at 2,000 years later, he's recycling it. He's bringing it back again. He's bringing it back again. So Jude is writing to deal with these things. Okay? He's writing to deal with these things. So let's, let's, let, let's read quickly. Let me skip to uh, verse 5. He says, but I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment day, uh, the, the judgment of the great day. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having themselves, uh, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Another thing I remember the, 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 the um, Gnostics used to teach is that the, the, the God of the Old Testament is different. He's no longer the same as the God of the New Testament, which is, which is a heresy. I am the Lord, I change not. That's what the Bible says. Okay, so, so uh, the same God who judged sin, he has not changed. He's still going to judge sin. Okay, so likewise... Also, these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. These are things that are happening today. These are things that are happening today. First of all, you see that people, uh, people are now, they've, uh, the truth has been, the, the tr truth is now, people are saying that the truth is relative. I have my truth, you have your truth. I'm just speaking my truth, you can say your own truth. Truth is not, that's not truth. No. Truth is constant wherever. Yes. And then, uh, and, and then they, they're, these people, they, uh, they defile the flesh. They are dreamers. These people live in a world of fantasy. They live in a world of fantasy. They reject authority. They don't like authority. Any appearance of authority is a problem to them. So, and, and these people, they were traveling all over the place, all over the churches, preaching and teaching all these things, and they were causing confusion in the church. All right, they were causing confusion in the church. And so Jude is speaking, and he says that these people, they, didn't, they don't even have any respect for authority. There's no, there's no reverence. There's no reverence. They, they, they don't even... Uh, it doesn't take them time to even speak blasphemous words. They speak it casually, with ease, without any sense of, of uh, remorse. And, and, uh, but then he says, Yet Michael the archangel in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, did not bring against him a reveling accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. So he's saying, look, when Michael, and he's quoting here from, from, uh, from, from one of the Old Testament 
um, Old Testament, uh, sorry, the Jewish tradition. He's quoting from a book, I think the, it's called The Assumption of Moses or so. He's, he's quoting from there. That when, when God sent Michael to go and bury Moses, remember Moses died on the mountain and, and the angel went there. Satan was contending. Satan wanted the body of Moses. I wonder why. He wanted the body of Moses and Michael fought with the enemy, with Satan. But then, even when he fought with Satan, he recognized the authority that Satan carried. So Michael being an archangel, even though Satan, Satan is in rebellion, is in rebellion against God, Okay, even though he's in rebellion against God, Michael did not, did not undermine his office. He did not undermine the office of, of, of Satan. He didn't. And why didn't he do that? Because Satan was carrying, he was carrying on him the crown of Adam. Okay, Satan was carrying the crown of Adam. He was sitting in the office of Adam. <laughs> so he was contending for the body of Moses. And, 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 and when, when Michael faced Satan, he recognized that authority. Even though that authority is in rebellion, is in disobedience to God. He still recognized that. He still honored that. All right? But then he says, the Lord rebuke you. So he brought, he, 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 he was able to use a higher authority. A higher authority than Adam, which is the Lord. And that's why he rebuked him. That way. Okay, so Jude is bringing this in to say, look, these people, these people have no respect for authority. They, 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 they just like to do whatever they want to do. They do whatever they feel like, whatever they, they think, and it doesn't matter what authority is put in place. They, they, they're living in disobedience and all of that. In rebellion, all under the name of grace. What is that? So, um, Jude is dealing with that. He says in verse 10, But these speak evil of whatever they do not know. And whatever they know, naturally, like brute beasts, in these things they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain. So now, Jude is beginning to declare judgment. Woe on them. The people that say that, <laughs> they say that, uh, that uh, the God of, 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 of the New Testament does not judge. He's a God of love. He just, just love everybody, you know, and all of that. Listen, God's love does not negate, does not negate his justice. God's love does not negate his righteousness. God's love, yeah, God's love is there. God will never stop loving you, but at the same time, whom the Lord loves, he chastises. He will chastise you. He will discipline you if you don't obey. If 
believe. You walk in disobedience. So these people are corrupt. They've gone in the way of Cain. And you know Cain. Cain refused the authority of God. When God told him, no, uh, sin lies at the door. Sin lies at the door. You know, you, you, why, why are you jealous of your brother? Your brother was accepted. If you do right, you will also be accepted. But no, Cain wants to do it his way. He doesn't want to follow instruction. He doesn't want to follow the pattern. The pattern that has been revealed. Revealed to them. That was revealed to Adam who revealed it to his children. Abel followed the instructions of God. And his sacrifice was accepted. But Cain wanted to bring his own offering the way he wanted. And, and so he was not accepted. And you know, we know the story how he ended up killing his brother. Today, there are still people who want to do it their way. Let me tell you, when it comes to serving God, you cannot do it your way. There is prescription. He has prescribed how we ought to conduct ourselves in the house of God. He has prescribed how we ought to serve him. You cannot serve him according to your own pattern. No. Uzzah tried it and he died in God's presence before the ark because they did not carry the ark according to the due order prescribed by God. And I'm telling you today that God, the the same God is alive, is, is here today. And I'm telling you, we need to have the fear of God. The fear of God needs to come back to the church. Yes, the fear of God needs to come back to the house of God. These teachings, these teachings today that have driven the fear of God out of the heart of God's people. I'm telling you, we need to pull these things down. We need to stop this thing. Stop this nonsense. All right. And let the word of God, the faith that was delivered, let us continue to embrace that and to walk according to that. Yeah. We don't want to go the way of Cain who killed his brother. Do you know that there are many people today who maybe you are not killing physically, but you are killing people with your mouth, with your words. You assassinate their character behind their backs. Stop it. Stop it. That's the way of Cain. That's the way of Cain. We must repent from the way of Cain and stop assassinating the character of people. And also another thing is that they have run greedily in the error of Balaam for profit. So now, that's the other thing that this teaching has produced. Now, covetousness is elevated. Greed is elevated. And so people now don't care. They don't care about what happens as long as they make money. They don't care who they defraud. Christians today are defrauding one another. What is that? What's wrong with the church? It's this thing that needs to be corrected. That's not the faith that was delivered to us. The faith that was delivered to us is what produced the, the kind of exploits we see in the life of the apostles. It's, it's what we see in the life of Paul. It's what we see in the life of Peter. It's what we see in the life of John. That's the faith 
That's what the faith that was delivered produced. But now what we're seeing is that the faith that, that is, is being manifested, the faith that is being proclaimed is not affecting the character of people. And so people now make fun of messages, messages that address the character of people. Where is the fruit of the Spirit? Where is self-control? Where is the Holy Spirit? Come on. They say, no, you're, you're going into behavior modification right now. Let me tell you, the Lord is, is going to judge every false teacher. And their judgment is going to be stricter. That's what the Bible tells us. All right. So don't follow that. Okay. Balaam, because of money, he was ready to go and curse the children of Israel. He did everything he could to make sure that he could curse them and that the curse would be effective. That's the way of Balaam. Where profit is the, is the primary motivation for what you do. If, if, even if it destroys another person, you don't mind as long as you make profit. No, no, no. That is not right. That is where love needs to guide you. The love of God. Sometimes we talk about love and we place it in the wrong place. Or we misinterpret the love of God. The love of God has been shared abroad in our hearts. Love should motivate you even in your dealings with people. All right. Yes. Uh, Jesus said, in, in fact, the Bible says that you should rather even allow yourself to be defrauded than to, you know, that to defraud your brother. I'm not saying you should just be dumb or whatever. No. But I'm just saying that uh, let us be aware aware of the error of Balaam. May God deliver our generation from the error of Balaam. From the error of Balaam. People are ready to sell their souls for money in this generation and that is the error of Balaam. It's part of the error of Balaam. People are ready to do anything as long as they get their, they, 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 they make money. They don't care. They don't care who. They destroy in the midst uh, in, in a quest to, to amass wealth. That's the error of Balaam. That's the error of Balaam. And we must watch, we must watch against the error of Balaam. Okay, yes. So, um, then the other thing is that uh, another group that Jude mentions is the, the rebellion of Korah. We know the rebellion of Korah in, 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 in the days of Moses. Korah led a rebellion against Moses. And uh, God judged them instantly there. God judged them. The ground opened and 3,000 of them were buried alive. That same God is, is here. And we thank God, we thank God for Jesus, but I'm telling you, it has not changed God. It has not changed God. So we must not take the grace of God for granted. We must not take it as license, okay? 
We must not take the grace of God as license for licentiousness. My God. All right. So let's 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 go on. Verse 12, it says, These are spots in your love feasts. He's talking about these people. These people who have who have departed from the faith. Okay? The, all these ministers, he's all these characters he's talking about these are characteristics of people who have departed from the faith they might still be in church but they have departed from the faith so uh, what are they he said he calls them spots these are spots in your love feasts while they feast with you without fear serving only themselves you see, they are spots. They are a spot. It's a stain. These are the things. These, these kind of people are the ones that stain your garment of righteousness. When you hang around them, when you start fellowshipping with them, they come and then they spot your life. They, 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 they punch your, your, your garment of righteousness with 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 their false teachings, with their, with their ungodly behavior. All right? So, they, 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 they're only interested in serving themselves. It's only self, whatever, whatever benefits them. Well, I'm just, I, I'm, just, I just, I'm just interested. I'm just looking after myself. That's all I'm interested in. Listen to me. Be careful if you talk like that. I know people talk like that in the world, but... You don't, find, you don't find that in the scriptures. You don't find that in the scriptures. So be careful. I know you're here, you listen to a lot of things um, uh, in, the, uh, in the social media, on, on, the, on the TV, in magazines, and so on. Be careful. Be careful what you take. Be careful what you begin to, to declare over your life. All right? So don't, don't, don't follow them. To, to say the things that they say. It says they are clouds without water. My goodness. Clouds without water. Can you imagine people are waiting for rain and then you see there's a cloud and you have some hope that maybe something, you know, there's going to be rain and then you now discover that it's just empty. There's nothing in it. And so these people have... They speak, they speak, they have all the right language, they have all the right terminologies and so on. But when, they, when, it, when it's time to deliver, there's nothing. There's nothing. They just have the appearance. Paul calls them, he says, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. These are, these are the things that are happening today. So we need to be on the lookout and we need to pray against these things. And we don't want to be caught up in this mess that is happening in our generation right now. Okay. Yes. It says, There are clouds without water carried about by the winds. So, every wind that blows moves them. Anything. Anything. You see them. It's like, you know, there's no stability. Have you ever seen a cloud stable? No. Clouds are not stable. Clouds are always moving about. And so their lives, their convictions, their, their persuasions, they're not concrete. 
They are not concrete. They're just always shifting, always shifting. Shifting the goalposts all the time. Yes. You wake up today, you know, I'm, 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 uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a female trapped in a male body. What is that? What is that? That's, that's nonsense. But then we, the society that we have live, we're living in, you know, the world is pushing that. And now even some churches have embraced that. Even some theologians are finding scriptures, twisting scriptures to try to support that. That is departing from the faith. That is departing from the faith that was once delivered. So you need to be strong. Because the time is going to come that it will cost you to stand, to take a stand of faith. Are you ready for that? Look at what is happening in Afghanistan. I mean, Christians that, they, 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 you know, yeah, unless God intervenes just for being a Christian, they are gone. I mean, northern Nigeria, other parts of the world, it, it, it costs you just to say you are a Christian. That's the faith. That's the faith the enemy is after. That's the faith he's after. All right. So if you're going to stand stand for God in this day, you better be strong in your conviction and know what you believe and hold on to it. Because if you want political correctness, if you want to be popular, then you cannot live for God. You cannot live for God. All right. So Jude is writing and he's, he's, he's addressing some of these things. And he says, late autumn trees without fruit. <laughs> these people, they are trees without fruit. Remember, Jesus cursed the fig tree because it had no fruit. These are people, they are trees, yes. They've been planted, planted by the Lord, but then they've, they've, they've departed from the faith. And because they've departed from the faith, they still need the, the name of the Lord to use the name of the Lord <laughs> For advantage, but yet they've departed. They've departed from the faith. And, and so, uh, they, they have become trees without fruit. Twice dead. My goodness. Twice dead. Pulled up by the roots. I don't want to dwell much on that. Raging waves of the sea. Foaming up their shame. Wandering stars for whom is reserved the, black, the blackness of darkness forever. This is talking about judgment. The judgment of God is pending. God is still going to judge all of that. Now, I'm not sharing this so that you now become uh, an investigative, uh, investigative what? What do I call it? Maybe not a journalist. <laughs> um, yeah, investigative prophet or whatever, you start investigating people. No, that, that, that's not the reason. This is just so that you know, you know the day you're living in and you are also aware, you're not naive into taking everything that has an appearance of godliness. Okay, to help you to stay on the, on the path, the narrow path, to stay on that narrow path. Okay, yeah. So, these people, God has reserved the darkness for such people. And none of us should be caught up in this mess. Why? Because 
the faith was delivered once. God is not going to come back to deliver another faith. Just hold on to it. You need to treasure that which you have. You have received a pearl of great price. Hold on to it. Jesus told them in Revelation, hold fast to that which you have. You don't want to lose your crown because of anything. Because of any feeling. These people live according to their feelings. If they feel something is right, then it is, they call it right. If they feel something is wrong, they call it wrong. Meanwhile, the Bible is explicit about what is right and what is wrong. Okay, so we don't want to be like that. And I'm telling you, if, uh, if, if we ignore these teachings, if we ignore this, when the time comes and God wants to start moving, in, uh, when there's a move of God, God wants to start moving, you will find yourself out. You will find yourself you know, um, not at the center of it. But if, if, you will, if you will begin to take care of the faith, protect the faith that you have, that's the, it's the same faith that produced the results that we see in the life of the apostles. That same faith will work in your life. But the enemy wants to take people away from it. That's why Jesus says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And you read the book of Acts several times. There are people, um, it's, it's, um, there was a sorcerer that was, was trying to keep, was trying to keep the proconsul from receiving the faith, from the faith. He was trying to keep him a sorcerer. The enemy was, was using sorcery to keep the official from receiving the faith. And Paul had to release judgment on him. And uh, so uh, the same spirit is at work in our generation. We need to be aware of it. We need to be aware of it. It says, Now Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied about these men, <laughs> saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment on all. To convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way. Wait, wait, wait. Let's read this again. This, this, this verse looks interesting. Look at, look at verse 15 again. It says, to execute judgment on all. Okay? To convict all who are ungodly. All right? among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way. Ungodly men commit ungodly deeds in an ungodly way. Can you see the emphasis there? Yes. Very interesting. He says, and of all the harsh things which Ungodly sinners have spoken against him, against the Lord. These people have spoken against the Lord. They've, 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 they've uh, rendered the, the blood of Jesus. You know, they've, they, they've trampled over foot the blood of Jesus, according to how Hebrews puts it. They've, 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 
They've taken it for granted, the sacrifice of Jesus for granted. And we need to, we need to pray that the Lord will help us, help us. And I pray for you and I that we, the Lord will keep us. The Lord will help us maintain our faith. Stand in the faith. All right. Your faith must reflect in your, in your lifestyle. It will reflect in your lifestyle. This is not behavior modification. No, no, no. You show f if you are repentant, you, have, you must have fruit of repentance. If you are saved, there must be evidence of your salvation. If you are under the lordship of Jesus, it should show that you are under the lordship of Jesus. You can't say you are under the lordship of Jesus and then you are serving another lord. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Hallelujah. Yeah. I know this is not a shouting message, but it's a word of warning because we need to hear that in our generation. We need to hear this now. This was during the time of Jude. This thing was in its infancy. Okay. Now it has matured. Now it has matured. It has grown. This, this evil has, has grown to a point where it's, it's covering the earth now. It's covering the earth. So we need to rise up again and begin to declare the truth of God's word. We need to contend for the faith. That's why it says contend. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. You need to vigorously Oppose these things. Vigorously protect your faith. Protect it. Because the enemy wants your faith. He wants, he wants it. Don't allow him. He doesn't have the power to take it from you. But he can, he can drift you. He can cause you to drift. Bit by bit. One step at a time. That's how it starts. It just starts by... Oh, well, you know, this is not really what the Bible means. When the Bible says this is wrong, that's, that's not that the, the interpreters didn't get that right. It's not really wrong. Wrong is wrong. Then they start twisting it. Then they start twisting it. Then they start twisting it. And then before you know it, you find that you start accepting more and more and more and more. You know, the word to seduce, um, it was Paul that talked about the end times, the latter times. Men will give, uh, will, will give heed to seducing spirit. The word to seduce, to seduce, it doesn't happen just overnight. To seduce is something that happens one step at a time. One step at a time, one step at a time. And, you know, when you're, when you're moving like that, it's so slow that you might not even realize that you are moving, you know. You're moving away from the faith, moving away from the faith. So that is, that is how these people got to this place. Because the Gnostic teachings were, they were, you know, they sounded exciting and popular as well. And one of the things Jesus said about the signs of his uh, of his coming in Matthew 24, when the disciples asked him, one of the things he said is that many, many are going to be deceived. Many, many will embrace the wrong teachings. Many will believe a lie. Many will believe a lie. 
and they will think it is true. But we need to stay faithful to the word, to the doctrines of Christ, the teachings of Christ. We need to stay true to the word of God and not look for what is going to give us a license or give us an, a, a reason or an excuse to fulfill the lust of the flesh, to fulfill the, the cravings of the sinful nature. All right. Yeah. So I think I'll stop here. We'll finish, we'll finish next week. I thought I could finish today, but we'll finish next week. I'm telling you it ends on a good note, okay? <laughs> it ends on a good note. But let us pray. I want your eyes to be open. I want you to be able to discern. I want you to be able to see when you spot this thing, when you spot agnostic teaching, you know, oh my, 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 they, they, there you go. They, there it is, there it is. There it is. Then you guard your heart. You don't let it into your heart because the moment you let it into your heart, then the enemy starts opening the gate. <laughs> you know, all he needs is one foot in. And once he gets one foot, he's going to open the whole gate of, of, of your life. And, and then deception will come in. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you. I pray for my brother, my sister. Lord God, these are the realities of the days and the times that we're living in. And I've shared your word. And I ask, oh, Father, I ask for the grace. I ask for the wisdom. I ask for your anointing. Your anointing, oh, God, to help them to discern. To help them to decipher between, oh Lord, in the midst of all, all the um, um, information overload in this generation, that they will be able to spot the truth and they would know. Lord, my God, I pray that not one will, will um, drift away from their faith, oh God, the faith that was delivered. They will be strong in the faith, strong. I speak strength to your conviction. I speak strength to your heart right now. In the name of Jesus, where your mind has been shaky, where you have, you, you, you have begun to lose balance, I speak right now over that part of your life. I speak stability in the name of Jesus. Receive grace, receive strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you're here and you're not born again, you want to receive Jesus into your heart. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Just say this after me. Say, dear God, I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. I confess with my mouth and I receive him. I embrace him. Jesus, come in. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Take away from me a desire for the things that you hate. Cause me to love what you love. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray. Pray for my brother, my sister. Even as they receive you right now, let your kingdom come upon them. Lord God, I ask for the reality of the new creation to drop down upon them. In the name of Jesus, the assurance of salvation. Oh, Father, let them experience it right now. In Jesus' name. Amen.
So if you want to give your, if you've been giving your offering, maybe you've given or you want to give, I want to pray for you right now. Lord, I pray for your people. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing upon their life, for every, every seed in their, in their, that they're sowing into your kingdom. Whatever they're giving, whether it's their tithe offering, Lord God, I speak your blessing over them. Let doors open. Let opportunities come their way. Oh, Father God, give them wisdom, financial wisdom, witty ideas. Oh, Father, witty inventions and ideas, oh God. Yes. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. People, God bless you real good. And uh, we're here next week, same time. Please share the message with your friends and family. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.